Oh, welcome back to the Character Corner. This is your host, Chris, here. Uh, normally, I have Deepom here. We are doing something different. Uh, we told you guys that we were going to be doing some stuff on the Character Corner feed where we were going to bring on uh, different creators. Uh, just to have like a, a creator spotlight every now and then on uh, the Character Corner. Give you guys some other, some other stuff. Take a break from our normal uh, comic book and uh, comic book character talk here. And uh, the... Um, I'll say the unfortunate, I'm being nice here, the unfortunate incident involving Universal FanCon uh, has led to um, uh, us reaching out to different creators out there to uh, talk about their work and talk about, you know, uh, the unfortunate stuff that happened with FanCon and stuff like that. So uh, we're doing it a little bit earlier than we thought we were going to do, uh, but here we are right now. And uh, joining me today is uh, creator Samuel Stikoya. I said that correctly, right? Oh wow! The first time that doesn't happen like that. Hey, listen, wow. man. So look, man. My last name, perfect, man. So look, man. I try my best when I can. Like when I, like when I, when I try to care, I can do it right. And and like I said, uh, I'm not gonna lie. I cheated. I, I watched some of your videos, man. So, oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. But um, yeah. So uh, you are you are the you created your own production company. I believe it's Active uh, Fantasy Production, and you are the creator of this animated project that. I'm be first. Be honest, man. This is the first time I'm hearing about this. Uh, I I just been living in a cave. But Mill City's finest looks really, really interesting to me, and I I'm really looking forward to talking to you about this. Like I saw just some of the like the 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 artwork you had, some of the animation you had, and I'm just like automatically thinking, oh, so this is on like you know, like Cartoon Network, or this is this, somebody's already picked this up, right? Because this looks amazing. So, uh, welcome to the Character Corner, and um. Tell us about Mill City's Finest. Yeah, man. So thank you for having me, first of all, to the show. Um, you know, I listened to your rant about Universal FanCon and all that kind of stuff. I'm like, yeah, I need to talk to this guy. Um, <laughs> you know, I, you just got me, you know, really hooked on everything. So, I mean, like, I've been, in regards to Mill City's Finest, I've been creating this thing since, I want to say, since I was a kid. And I became, like, really, really serious about it, I want to say, two or three years ago. And I decided to go online and really start showing my work and everybody, you know, what I was doing with the story. So right now, I'm just like the creator, the producer. I do a lot of the writing behind it. And I do like the delegation and direction behind the vision of it. But I work with a bunch of artists that, you know, I was blessed with to, you know, to work with where they can like design all these awesome drawings and really bring my characters to life. Um, so, yeah, Mill City's Fine is just about these three kids coming together to save their city. You know, it's, you know, uh, uh, a superhero show, a really traditional superhero show. But what makes it special to me and why I feel, what I feel like makes it special to, you know, a lot of people that hear about it is that the cultural influence behind the show. Um, like, I'm a Liberian-American. I was born in, you know, Lowell, Massachusetts. My parents are from Liberia, West Africa. So, you know, I had a, you know, really traditional upbringing. So I really wanted to bring that to the series and have it focus on this Liberian-American character but you know put a whole superhero twist on it as well so you know it just started with myself and then ended up bringing on one designer and another designer and then before i know it like wow i have i'm like growing in this you know i have my own like personal studio production studio so you know uh, i'm blessed to be at the the place that i'm at right now so i'm just excited that everyone that's excited about this project as much as i am man it's awesome yeah you know when just again looking at the stuff that you all have on your Facebook page, and I, I'm assuming the, the is the website up or is it coming? Cause I saw another video you guys put up 
uh, about the website's what... coming. The website's okay. coming. That's okay. actually like right now we've been promoting it like crazy because uh, I was, you know, again, just blessed enough to find like more people that are really interested in this. So I found like one of my buddies who's, uh, you know, website designer. She was like, yeah, man, I'm like, really interested in this project. He wants to help me out. So we've been designing it and it's like, it's nearly complete. I want to say it's going to be done soon. I don't want to give uh, any like uh, specified date as to when it's going to be done, but it's going to have like a lot more explainers and like so much surprises on that website. It's coming. Oh, great, great, great. No, I, I think that looks great. But so I'm, I'm looking at some of the stuff you did. And one of the things that stands out to me about Mill City's Finest, you know, everybody talks about bringing some diversity and inclusion into the stuff. But like you said, I think it's, uh, you, you nailed it when you first said, when you described it, it's the cultural influence. It doesn't just feel like it's, you know, okay, we, we have uh, some, some characters of different races. You, it feels like, like the culture is integrated into the story. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, like, like I said, I was born and raised in Lowell, Massachusetts. And the one thing that I really love about my city is so like how diverse it is. There's so many different cultures around and, you know, and I'm speaking from my own personal upbringing itself. So I'm not someone that was just like, you know, I'm going to do a whole bunch of research and just put something out there that's, you know, about diversity, you know, like it's politically correct or anything like that. I'm just telling what's true. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, I'm speaking about my surroundings and everything that I grew up with. So, you know, it, it's awesome that I was actually able to put that vision out there and just make it accurate that everybody can see and relate to. You know? yeah. uh, can you, can you uh, again, this is all on the website, but uh, just in case people, for some reason, people get lazy when they cl- click links. Can you give me a rundown of some of the characters that are in this, uh, in Mill City's Finest? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, our main character is Andre, Andre Weir. Um, his superhero name is Momolu. Um, and what he, you know, his personality is, he's like someone that's very, very, he always overthinks. He's very worrisome. He's always worried about what others are going to think about him. And what I think makes it even more interesting is that he's a character that has these powers and these abilities to do more for his community. And so even though he's a very, very passionate human being, the fact that he's always so conflicted about what other people think is what kind of like stops him from being the, the greatest hero that he can be. And that's part of, you know, the thing that's very, very interesting about this story is that his arc is going to begin to that point of, you know, uh, becoming a hero and knowing uh, what he needs to do for his, seri- for his, for his city and you know, just for himself. And of course, he's surrounded by his two best friends. Um, you know, I'm sure you've seen it in like the promo artwork. There's Rudy and then there's Hector. And Rudy is someone that actually works for an organization that's taxed like to you know apprehend people like andre people with powers with special powers so like i feel like her dynamic with the the character with andre is going to really show some interesting things some interesting drama to the story because you know she has this loyalty to the people that she works for but at the same time she's also andre's best friend and you have hector as well who's always who's there with with, uh, with andre and rudy and hector is someone that you know he's really passionate about helping people He's always there for his friend, especially when Andre is always conflicted. He's not sure what to do. Oh, should he, you know, go save the city when his his parents are sick and you know, all these other things are going on? And it's just it's about these characters together. You know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. about you know personal growth and uh, in about culture, of course, that we've already gone through. And I don't want to give away too much. I don't want to give away oh, too yeah, much yeah. because I want people to be <laughs> interested in looking at the website as well. But I feel like a lot of these characters are going to be people that, you know, they can relate to. 
Well, I'll be honest. Like I said, I, I took a look at it, looked around, and I was instantly like amazed and interested in this. So yeah, I'm. I'm. I think. I think the more people that see about this, the more excited looking for it as well. Um. So to, to get more personal, I mean, this this is a project that most of these finance year stuff. Um. Yes, sir. Getting into this, like just deciding that. I mean, obviously you went into computer animation, but like deciding I'm gonna create my own production company. I'm gonna go out and create you know, this animated project, like, how did that get started? Because, you know, there are people that go, they go to school, they get started, they, they immediately go, well, I'll take some time getting to this point. It seems like you, you've, been, you've been thinking about this for, what, last couple of years or even longer than that? Yeah, I mean, it's been my passion since I was a kid. Like, right. when I started, I, I want to say, like, like 10, 10 years old, 13 years old or so, like I was always drawing. I was always writing stories. Like I had, I tell you, I had like all those five-star notebooks that I used to bring to school and stuff like that, what I was supposed to be using for my, my lesson and my academics. I was using it for drawings and stuff. I had like so many notebooks full of drawings and different stories. And, you know, though just this one particular story that just, it evolved into what Mill City's Finest is today. And it's just, it, I was just driven by my passion just to, to create and to create this content that was always based on my surroundings. Um, I had so many different like favorite shows growing up, whether it's like, you know, Justice League, the animated series, Batman, Spider-Man, all these other things. And I always used to make parodies about it. What if, you know, it had, you know, my, my life, like a spin on that, but with the same content like Spider-Man and all these different superheroes and stuff. And it was interesting because a lot of the kids in my neighborhood enjoyed it. Like, I would pass it around. People were like, damn, like, when's the next episode coming out? I'm like, all right, hold on, I got you. And I'll be making up, like, different things in the notebook. And, it, I, you know, from there, I decided to get my bachelor's degree in computer animation. So I went there, got my degree in that. And I even spent, like, some time where I wasn't even successful in getting a job. Like, I, I'm not in California. I'm not in Georgia. I'm not in New York. I, I, was, I was about to say that. I was like, you, you're, you're doing this from not the traditional location that people would right. think of for, for, for animation, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, that was part of the struggles, like having to send, you know, emails and resumes and all these other things. Like I've, you know, been blessed to have interviews and, you know, have like different video conferences with like people in other areas, whether it's like California New York and so on, but still, I was still doing it from Massachusetts, you know, in, that that it's always been my passion to work in this field and so mm -hmm. it's, it's just not something that i can quit it's something that i'm just driven to do and i'm always going to keep on doing it no and I, uh yeah, yeah if it, it eventually just got to the point where i was like you know what i'm just gonna do it myself like i'm not <laughs> you think yeah you know, i'm not gonna have to worry about trying to apply to disney or whatever right like i'm just gonna go ahead and do it myself so eventually i found like success in it I, yeah, I just I feel like once you believe in yourself, like if you're if you have a passion for something and you believe in yourself, people are going to see that they're going to mm -hmm. see that first before they're going to see the content that you're pitching them. And that's right. what got me to the place that I'm at today, like having to collaborate and speak about my passion, you know. Yeah, absolutely. So I was going to ask you, because you mentioned it before, it's like, what were some of the things you, you kind of connected with? I heard, I heard uh, the Batman animated series, Spider-Man, things like like what? Are you currently, is there something that currently has your eye right now, whether it's like a comic book you're reading, uh, an animated show, some kind of animation? Like, is there anything that you're, you're looking at as a creator yourself going, wow, that's, that's going to make me want to set my game over? Something you're just, you look at, you're like obsessed with right now. 
yeah oh man there's so there's so much like the thing that's that's i want to say like it's kind of weird and strange about me like i don't really read comics mm-hmm. but i'm into a lot of the comic lore mm-hmm. like i will go to all the mcu movies the dceu movies like all these other superhero stuff like shows all that but for me to sit down and read i don't really do that often um like a big thing that i'm a fan of young justice huge fan of young justice um of course like all other um animated shows i was growing up with like i mean come on like digimon pokemon static mm-hmm. shock um, i'm a big fan of like even other stuff too like uh, south park family guy boondocks um just animation as a whole i'm right. i'm a huge huge fan of um and even like for mill city's finest like one of the things that inspired it was young justice and static shock like when, whenever i try to pitch it to uh, mill city's finest to people really simple like you know a few sentences type of thing like i'd be like think uh static shock meets young justice mm-hmm. because you have this of course this african hero this big you know uh cultural influenced hero meets you know this mature superhero um dramatic elements that young justice has mm-hmm. so i feel like it's both of those the best of both of those worlds yeah um, no, I, yeah i could definitely I mean? get that vibe from it right right so um all right, so let's get into some more uh, spicier topics. Uh, so, so this week you were, you were supposed to be coming out, coming down uh, to Baltimore for Universal Fan Con. So, right. Um, so, so how how did you even like, did you approach them? Did 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 they approach you? Like, how did you even get? How did you even hear about the project and get involved in it? Dude, uh, I'll tell you. Like- the gr- in this field, the grind never stops, man. The mm-hmm. grind never stops. Like I've been following Universal FanCon, like I've been telling people at least like a year, but I want to say it, it has to be two years. Well, they started. I've they been started, doing yeah, more they, research. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've been doing like more research on it. I'm like, yeah, that logo definitely changed. Like, <laughs> that logo wasn't the same when I first saw it. So then I found out like, okay, they were around like I want to say like two years ago. So I've been following them for even longer. I'm like, wow, they have a great mission. Like in my story, most of these finest like lines up exactly mm-hmm. with that. Nah, nah. I have to work with them. I have to. Mm-hmm. So I've been like waiting, trying to like get everything right, get the pitch bible correct. You know, get my different. You know, get my ducks in a row. Get everything looking correct to make my pitch to uh, to Universal FanCon. So eventually, like it was around. I want to say December. There was like a whole bunch of different affiliates that I knew. Um, like I knew Chauncey, Chauncey Robinson. Uh, she was she was part of the Black Geeks, and she ended up writing one of my first articles for Mill City's Finest. And I saw that she was one of the affiliates for uh, Universal FanCon. There was like a whole bunch of other people, like Tatiana, also that um, wrote a few articles for Mill City's Finest. I'm like, all right, cool. I'll reach out to them, see if they can kind of help me get in, you know, into Universal FanCon because in this industry, as you, of course you know, it's all about who you know. Right. So I'm like, all right, <laughs> yeah, I know these people. Let me try to see if they can help me out. So. They ended up, you know, pointing me in the right direction. Okay, you need to talk to this person, talk to that person. And again, it was still very hard to get in contact with somebody who can get me in. But eventually, I finally spoke uh, spoke to Melanie. And then Melanie, I, I guess, was like the program director at the time. And she was like, all right, cool. You know, I can think about putting you in the show. But first, you got to pitch me what you have. And da, da, da. So I ended up getting a meeting, um, not with her, but I guess her associate, which was Kayla. And Kayla was the program manager. So Kayla, the program manager, was like, all right, cool. We ended up having the meeting. I pitched it to her. And uh, I, I may have even pitched it to Melanie as well. But, you know, rest of the show, I ended up getting in the show. And I was like, all right, cool. I'm in the show. Excellent. And, uh, you know, and it just went from there. And so I was like, wow, this, this is awesome. This is my first panel. This is going to be great. 
And, and so I was going to ask you, so what was it going to be? Was it going to be a, you weren't going to be a, just a vendor booth. You were going to actually have a panel to talk yeah, about the final. Okay. Yeah. It was going to be a, a Q&A. A ah. Q&A, Q&A panel, yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, damn. So that's even, yeah, I mean, you, I guess the thing that, that made me so angry about the Universal Fan Con stuff is, and just hearing what you just said, like, and, and hearing somebody firsthand say, what you had to go through just to get your foot in the door. <laughs> <Tell you. laughs> For, I mean, this is before you even, you, you, you make the plans to come down, you do anything else just to, just, and, and again, I mean, we're a podcast network. We go to, we go to the, go to conventions. We try to go to uh, musical festivals too. So we you know we're applying for press and you're trying to get press access. You gotta, you know, you gotta pitch your, yourself and say, why you why you deserve to be there right why do you deserve to get in the door and oh. it's nerve-wracking like i don't think people understand that that is not it's not fun because that no could come and and all the work you put in of course could, you know could go away and so to hear all this work you, you put in and then you get excited you're like oh got it i'm in and then to see it all collapse because there, there, there didn't seem to be any foundation whatsoever. Right. That, right. that, that is just, I'm, I'm still a week later, still completely blown. And it's more information keeps coming out every day. It seems like it's like, I, I just told a friend online that uh, the 30 for 30 for this is going to be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Man, listen, like, I understand, like, I actually, I follow you on Twitter, so, like, I'm like, damn, I, I'm always, like, reading your tweets, I'm like, damn, Chris is pissed, like, if Chris gets to meet one of these directors from Universal FanCon, they are gonna have it, like, he's not gonna, <sighs> so, I understand, man, you know, it's, you know what it is to whole... me, it's, and I think you, you can understand this as creator, when people support you, like, right. you're, you're really, it's a it's, it's humbling, right? Because it's like you have people that believe in you, that support you when nobody else had to, and so they're really, especially the beginning when you when you're coming from when you're really coming from kind of nothing, and you're kind of building that up. Like the people that support you, man, they support you. Like they put their trust in you, they put their belief in you, and it seems like to me the more and more information comes out about FanCon, the more and more it seems like the people in charge did either didn't care about that took advantage of that or just didn't understand how valuable it is and how damaging it is when you take advantage of people like that. Like, it's just, dude, I don't, I don't even know how to explain. Like I was following these people for so long. I was like, I need to get in this fan. Con. I need to. And like, I think I was either telling you or telling either someone else before I was like, I would reach out to them and then they'll be like, Oh yeah, in a week or so we'll get back to you. And then we'll you know proceed with, how we can get your panel established. And I won't hear them. I won't hear back from them in a week. I won't hear back from them in two weeks, three weeks. I'm like, damn, man. Like what else do I have to do to prove that I want to be a part of this great, great event. And so there were even times where it wasn't even in April. Like I want to like say like either February, late January, even early March, where I was like, damn, like it, do they just not want to tell me no, that I'm not going to be part of the show. Or maybe this is my, Maybe this is like my my test that I need to keep pushing. You know what I'm saying? Like in this industry, you gotta you gotta keep pushing. If you want it, you gotta show you want it. So I'm like, all right, I'm gonna keep being on top of them. I'm gonna keep being on top of them. And so eventually, I I wasn't even speaking to Melanie anymore. I wasn't even speaking to Kayla anymore. 
I was speaking to like the VP of operations, the VP of business. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? Like, Gotta go fuck up, this. Go no, she's my friend. I'm like, fuck this. Like, I'm tired of, you know what I'm saying? Like, reach on the people that I can't even get in contact with. I'm going to go to the, the head, you know, to people above that. And so I ended up speaking with uh, the VP. And he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, we'll get you in. You spoke to Melanie, no problem. Like, we got your hotel taken care of. You know, you know what? We'll take care of your transportation, too. And I was like, okay. So, I, you know, I was ready. And, uh, you know, you already know what the end result is. So, yeah, it was, it was really unfortunate, man. Yeah. But, I mean, like I said, it, it just seems like <sighs> wasting people's money, wasting people's time. Like you said, just, and again, like, I can imagine what it's like feeling like, damn, man, I really want to be involved in this. And I think they're ignoring me. What the hell, man? Am I not? Am I not good enough? And I feel like that's something that I feel like black creators get that a lot. You get that mm. self doubt uh, as to whether it, 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 am I am I good enough? Am I not good enough? Like, what, what, is it me? Is it right. am I? Is it something I did? And um, I think it's just yeah. I I feel for anybody went went went, went through that and had to deal with that. I mean, we have to deal with it just regular anyway from from cons that actually do happen conventions that actually do happen but this one for this one to to go through all this stuff and then you see the stuff that happens be like you peel away the curtain and you see behind you see that there was there was nothing there and that they were just they oh god it's just i'm getting angry all over again like it's, yeah, I mean, it, it's it's crazy because i every day like i'm on twitter i, I keep hearing something new i get i get something else that gets released i'm like wow this thing was really really serious yeah like not only was you know phil lamar supposed to be there like all these big 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 names but even today i ended up going on you know on twitter of course you know i'm always on twitter (laughs) but i i I ended up seeing like a screenshot of um like a banner somewhere in baltimore Oh, and yeah. it had like universal yeah. fan, you know what I mean? Like universal <laughs> fan count with the dates. I'm like, man, they had like banners in the street. Like, okay, yeah. like, yeah, this shit was it was not a game. Well, it was not a game. I mean, was- again, like the Baltimore Convention Center is pretty big. So you say you're gonna have something at the Baltimore Convention Center, they're gonna put a banner up saying, okay, you're gonna do a three day convention there. That's a, it's a pretty. If you're going into Baltimore, you are going to be in that area. You're gonna pass by it. People are gonna go, huh? What's going on there? So it's just like. It it would it would have been a big deal for a three day convention, but that also goes to show you that mm, they might have been off a little bit more than they could chew. Which I, I don't know, man. It it's just the more and more the more and more comes out. Like yesterday with the big investigative report that kind of broke down everything, down to the fact that maybe there was a bot running the <laughs> the marketing. <laughs> I heard that. I heard that. <laughs> I was just, I was too through. I was just like, oh wait, wait. So we, you did. You, so you made a bot a VP? Like what? <laughs> I just can't. I can't anymore. It's like I heard I, the internet is undefeated, man. I don't. I don't even know, man. <laughs> I, I jump between. I, I jump between being enraged and just bolt, leaning over, bawling, just laughing my ass off because it's just so fucking hilarious. So. Anyway, though, um, sir, thank you very much for coming on. Um, I want people to definitely check out Mill City's Finest. Uh, tell people how they can. I know the site's not up yet, but tell people where they can find you and reach you at, and 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 see more more stuff and more videos you have on Mill City's Finest. I know you have the 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 Facebook page, but I think you also have a YouTube. Uh, just tell yeah, people where they can yeah. find you at. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we have like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr. 
Um, if you're on any of those sites, just follow us on at MCF series. So MCF S E R I E S MCF series. And then we're on YouTube, uh, Mill City's finest, the series, you know, just type that in. I'm sure you'll be able to find it. Um, the website's coming soon. If you want to follow me personally, you can follow me, Steve Koya Jr. I know you guys won't be able to spell that, so I'm going to spell that for you. <laughs> S-T-E-V-Q-U-O-A-H-J-R. Um, I'm on Instagram, and I'm on Twitter, so you can follow me there as well. Um, so, so last thing before we get out of here, uh, I know you, 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 you... Is there any talk about this series getting picked up yet? Yes, wow, thank you for asking. Um, <laughs> yeah, earlier this year, we were in talks with, um, with both Frederator and uh, Mercury Filmworks. Mercury Filmworks is an animation studio that's based in Canada. And of course, uh, Frederator is based in California. Um, so we're both in talks with them. Unfortunately, unfortunately, this is actually the first time I'm saying this. So, you know, Character Corner gets a scoop on this. They ended up passing on, on the project. And this is something that I feel like I want to start talking about more because the industry that I'm finding out is only looking for certain types of content of animation. Um, a lot of studios don't want to make that risk in superhero content. Hmm. Uh, they like to leave it to Marvel and DC. And I, I want to go into a rant about, you know, about that. I feel like there definitely needs to be more. Um, if you're a fan of, you know, shows like Static Shock and Young Justice, Teen Titans, not Teen Titans Go, um, <laughs> I like Teen uh, Titans you know, Go, though. I'm other, sorry. Other, like, I like that. <laughs> no, but go ahead. Go yeah, ahead. other t- uh, traditional um, superhero animation shows, you're going to be a, a fan of, um, of Mill City's Finest. And I feel like we need to get some of that content back on TV. I'm a fan of that. I sure know like a lot of people else are also like uh, you know a fan of that type of content, too. But, you know, a lot of the industry is looking for more like, you know, the comedy type stuff you know you, you've yeah. seen it the slapstick type right. of content that we're all seeing now and you know you know if, if you're a fan of this of the stuff that i'm pitching please like support it support Mill city's finest um if you want more culture more representation it has it you know what i'm saying it's not just something that i'm doing just to appease to the masses something that i'm speaking that from authentic from my surroundings and everything like that so i mean you know Keep following it. Follow our videos and everything like that. Watch it. Um, I'm sure you're gonna like something. Um, uh, like I said, I, I'm you know I'm gonna say it right now. Keep pitching. I'm gonna make sure that you know when I can, I get make sure people know to support you because uh, I agree with you. I think that there needs to be. I you know obviously people are, you know studios are definitely on the Marvel and DC thing because that's what they think sells. But I also think that they are severely underestimating what they could do with something else and, and, right. and expanding that stuff out. And this idea, I mean, what, what kills me is like when you have, when you have streaming service and all the other stuff, like there are so many opportunities to get things out there, you know, like, I don't know why you can't take that, 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 that leap and that risk, especially for some of the shit I see they put out there already. It's like, why not try something new? You know, why not try something new? It's not, you know, I, I, I don't I don't get it. And and like I said, I, I'm with you on this one. I, I really, really hope that somebody takes a chance. And 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 to me, I don't even see it as taking a chance because I, I really believe that uh, just from the animation I've seen and from what you've told 
And uh, I, I, was, I was looking up to see your pitch Bible. And um, I think you got something special there, man. So I, I really hope that it, it blows up and somebody picks it up. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, thank you very much for coming on. Uh, folks, please check out Mill City's Finest. And uh, also, you guys know, uh, Character Corner on uh, iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play Music. Uh, I think our next show is supposed to be uh, dealing with Cable and the rest of the summer's bloodline. So that is, that is still coming out, still on, on topic. Uh, this will uh, uh, probably be a week or two after you hear this episode. We'll be doing, Deepam and I will be going into Cable. So um, just stay tuned. Uh, also, make sure there will be in the show notes. Listener survey. Uh, everybody's been filling it out. Uh, we're getting way more responses than I thought we would. So uh, thank you guys, everybody, for doing the listener survey. We really do need that uh, to get us feedback on uh, how we can improve the show. So, again, folks, thank you guys very much for listening. And until next time, we are out of here. Peace.